Hello, my friends. It is Wednesday, and you know what that means. We have another episode of Sienna's Chaotic Conversations, a weekly podcast where I deep dive into some of the most chaotic and crazy stories from my life, and I and I break them down, and I, I talk about them, and I most likely embarrass myself every week, but you guys love it, and so I'm gonna <laughs> keep doing it, I guess. Um, I juggled this week with two different themes, like I do every week, I really can never decide. Um, I was either going to do a dedication episode, because um, my dear friend Michaela has still been asking always asks when is your when is when is your Patrick Swayze dedication episode going to be and I'm like I don't think anybody wants to listen to that but I'm going to do it anyways eventually but I also thought because now now I've watched the Twilight series and I'm like hey 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 Robert Pattinson has done a lot of screwed up shit <laughs> a lot of crazy movies so I could talk about those as well so there might be just like a um uh, uh men that are too old for me that I love dedication episode so but that is not this week's episode this week the title of this this week's episode is the little engine that couldn't (laughs) because this week specifically we are going to be talking about my long list of careers that i've wanted throughout my life and trust me it's long because i can never just stay on one thing because maybe the schooling for it is going to be too long or um somebody else that i know wants the job and i i can't work with somebody no i'm kidding um and other people around me are, are way smarter than me. You want to be like freaking cardiothoracic surgeons or freaking like space engineers or something. And I'm like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, no, I can't do that. So um, we're gonna start from the from the very beginning. Um, since like since I can remember, ever well since every a lot of people told me that I wanted to be a veterinarian. Like, when I was really really young, I really loved animals. I still love animals. I know like animals are great. Of course, I, like, I eat them. Like, I'm not a vegetarian or anything. Like, bacon is wonderful. But, like, they're cute and they they deserve love. And we don't deserve animals, honestly. Like, human existence is just... We get rid of it. Like, honestly, the animals, they don't need us. Um, But I wanted to be a veterinarian. I I wanted to help animals. I wanted to, you know, like, live on a farm and take care of big animals, I guess. I I definitely couldn't have done... Like, I'm now realizing right now, like, I couldn't have done that. There are people that I know that could do that, and I'm not one of those people. Like, I couldn't... No, absolutely not. Um, and I don't really remember the story of why I wanted to become a veterinarian. It might might have been influenced by, you know, my mother's family living on a farm. They've Like, my mother... My mom's family, they're farmers. They've always been farmers. Um, my mom's family... My mom's parents, they immigrated here from Holland. I believe that they got married in Holland, and then their honeymoon was the boat trip to Canada. Um, and then they came here and they built a life here. My dad, not my dad, my mother's dad, my grandpa, he, um, worked on farms in London and around London. I'm not supposed to say that. Oops. (laughs) Worked around farms where I live. Um, yeah. Oh, goodness. I added a flag. I just don't know if I can edit it out. Um, sorry, mom. Sorry, everybody, don't come for me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, he worked around farms um, where I live because they, my parents, my mom's parents live away from where I live just because I live in a larger city. So we don't have like farms here that you can like, do we? We might actually, I don't know. Not like big ones, I don't think. Um, I really don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then he and his wife, um, 
bought a farm, a smaller farm, um, away from this bigger city. And then, um, they had, I don't know how many children they had. In My mother's one of five. She's the youngest of five, actually. Um, and they always lived on a farm. They, my grandpa was always either working on a farm or they were owning a farm. Um, and then we still have that farm. Like, it's still the one that, the second one that they bought, actually. Um, my cousins work on that farm. So I don't know if my, um, wanting to be a veterinarian was influenced by constantly being surrounded by farm animals, um, and the smell of manure. <laughs> um, but I, that's the only thing I can think about, really. Um, or like the Earth Rangers. Anybody, if anyone listening to this remembers those, the commercials that are like, be an Earth Ranger and like, save a wild turkey or something. Um, maybe I was influenced by those, but for, I think that was the long, the career that I wanted for the longest was veterinarian. And then I think when I was in like elementary school, um, I started to realize how much I didn't like school and how much veterinary, like veterinarian school was going to be and how long it was going to be. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not about that life. Sorry. Somebody else can, somebody else can, somebody who likes school more than I can, can do that. Um, and then I think after veterinarian, Let's think. Let's see. I think after I think I just went. I don't. I was. I was just gonna be homeless. <laughs> like I wasn't gonna have a job. I had no idea. Um, I was playing a lot of sports, so I probably wanted to. I probably thought I could maybe grow up and like join some kind of league. I couldn't do that either. <laughs> I'm not that athletic. I like play like two sports. I'm, I'm, I warm the bench most of the time. Um, but. The next job that I can remember is a um, cosmetologist. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I'm telling the story. And this was... Oh, this is a long... I'm really thinking of the backstory of this. This was inspired by a YouTuber named Beauty Chicky. Her f- first name is Christina Marie, um, but she goes by Beauty Chicky on the internet. Um, and she's a YouTuber. She's like a... Not a lifestyle influencer, but, uh, she, she, I don't know how to explain it, but she goes to, um, she goes to a school in New York. She's a new, she's from New York and she, um, went to school for cosmetology and I'm like, that's so cool. But you want to know where I found this lady? She (laughs) was the girlfriend of a boy band named Why Don't We that I was in love with for like four years. Yes, I went through a boy band phase. Maybe it wasn't four years. They were only a band for like two, <laughs> and then they disappeared. Maybe two, maybe two or three years, I think. Um, and they were actually introduced to me by a different girl that I knew, like that I went to school with a girl that I knew for a very long time. But um, <laughs> I loved them. I saw them twice in concert. I think um, had bought spent six dollars on a magazine with their faces in it, which was tragic. Um, I listened to all of their, literally, I knew all of the lyrics to all of their songs, literally waited up until, like, three o'clock in the morning to listen to, like, their new releases. Um, I actually had a fan account. Unfortunately, yeah, I would color code my outfits on certain, like, on their birthdays so that I could, like, be incognitoly, like, celebrating their birthday and, like, nobody would know. Um, so I was, I was a diehard fangirl of why don't we, um, and then I grew up, <laughs> I was like, huh, I guess I didn't grow up that much because now I'm a diehard fangirl of Robert Pattinson, but, um, maybe not diehard, maybe not fangirl, I just, he's just beautiful, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I loved this this boy band. Their music was absolute garbage, like trash, so bad. Um, and I listen back and I, and I need to skip it. I'm like, oh well, no, it brings back too many memories. Um, but yes, one of the boys, uh, he was actually my favorite. His girlfriend was this YouTuber, Christina. Um, and you know, she was a cosmetologist and she was, you know, like dyeing hair and doing nails and, you know, being girly. And I was like, damn, I want to do that. And so, you know, I, I asked my mom's hairdresser, I'm like, so how, like, what did you do to go through school? And she's like, yeah, da, 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 and, this, and I was like, oh yeah, interesting. I probably didn't even listen to what she was saying. Um, and, you know, I was invested. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to FIT. I'm going to go to the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York, and I'm going to be a cosmetologist. I didn't. I'm not going to do that. But I, that was solid. I literally, I, I met Christina, too. I went to, oh, I, I saw her on our tour. Um, I looked like a hot mess in those pictures. <laughs> like, I really thought my outfit was cute. I had a freaking flannel tied around my waist. Good God. Somebody, the fashion police should sue me um arrest me for not having any fashion sense good god my wardrobe consists of hoodies and jeans <laughs> so i really don't think that i could have gone into that but new york is still one of my favorite places and i've literally never been but like just looking at pictures and oh it's making me think of a sad movie that i watched yesterday and i literally could cry about it um if you're looking for any movie suggestions i do not suggest remember me um don't watch it just don't it's sad you'll cry unless you're in the mood for crying watch it but if you don't want to cry don't watch it because you'll cry i promise you i'm not i'm not a big crier for movies unless it's like disney um but like not for live action movies i don't think i've ever cried at a live action movie uh, but this one i did I, I literally sat in my chair and i sobbed because it was so sad so don't watch it because it'll cry um but yeah um New York is still, and will probably forever always be one of my favorite places. Um, I mean, real places. I'd love to go to Hogwarts, but that shit isn't real. So, I mean, if it was, you know, I'd enroll myself and I'd, I'd, I don't care how stressed I would be as a student having to take, like, freaking 80 exams in a term, but it would be so much fun. Come on, y'all. Tell me you wouldn't love going to freaking Hogwarts. I mean, if, if, if you're listening to this and you don't like Harry Potter, I need you to, I need you to pause this. Actually, no. I need you to go to Netflix or to MyFlixer and watch all the Harry Potter movies and come back because I, I can't be friends with someone who doesn't like Harry Potter or go and read the books. Actually, no, don't do that. Finish this and then go read the books because they're, they're wonderful. Um, you know, I don't stand JK Rowling, but you know, Harry Potter, pretty freaking great. You know, separating the artists from its art because I need to be unless, or I would cry. But, um, I love Harry Potter. I've always loved it. I th people are like, oh my goodness, because I'm on Draco Malfoy TikTok. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's literally my entire For You page consists of Draco Malfoy videos. Like, every single one. Like, so many. Or, like, Tom Felton videos. Same. So many videos. Like, my entire For You page. So I'm on Draco Malfoy TikTok, and people are like, oh my goodness, like, because I'm on Draco Malfoy TikTok, I'm coming back into my Harry Potter phase. And I'm like, I never left my Harry Potter phase. Like, I have, um... My dear friend, Michaela, she, last year for my birthday, she painted me these canvases with all of my favorite things on them. Um, there's one for Heather's, Cor I think I talked about these last time. Heather's, Coraline, Harry Potter, Grease, Scream, American Horror Story, um, and This London Life, uh, which is a, uh, This London Life is a show that was on, uh, last year at my local grin at my local theater um and it was a such a great show i loved it so much the people that i went with were like yeah it was fine and i'm like i loved it it was so good just because i love theater i love musicals i love plays i think it they're so fun um 
but I have all of those little, those little canvases, um, and one of them is Harry Potter, because I've literally always loved Harry Potter since the first time I watched it. I also have a little teeny tiny, like, Harry, um, hung up on my wall. I have a mug. I bought, literally, I went to a, uh, maybe it was a Christmas craft show, and I bought a teeny tiny little Hedwig. Where is Hedwig? I see him. He's, not him, her. I see her. She's adorable. So freaking cute. Yeah, I bought a teeny tiny little Hedwig owl, and it stands up on its own very cute. And then I have a Harry Potter piggy bank. Like, I, I, I've never left my Harry Potter phase, and I probably never will, because it's just incredible. Um, my favorite Harry Potter movie is The Goblet of Fire. And not because Robert Pattinson is- I need to make that clear! My favorite Harry Potter movie is Goblet of Fire, and not because Robert Pattinson is in it, but because it's always been one of my favorites. Um, just the way- the, the attention to detail and how it kind of shifts from a kid's movie to more of, like, a not-so-kid's movie, like, the way it gets darker, like, the way that, um, the directors and producers really made it made it clear that it was now Harry Potter was shifting into this kind of darker place. I was like, yeah, I live for it. Um, and then like all of the the you kind of get to see um, the the students aging like they're kind of you know uh, like the dynamic between them is like oh my goodness like that's a girl like and like the Yule Ball is so cool the way they they, they the way they did that the way they changed the Great Hall into a the, like um, a beautiful ice castle is just so cool. Um, and I if Goblet of Fire was my favorite movie because of Robert Pattinson. It, it, that would be strange because he literally dies in it. So, I mean, come on. I, that would be... There would be no logic there. And I pride myself on having, like, an ounce of logic in my brain. So, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, my my careers. So, after... I literally told my... Now I was in... I think at this point I was in grade 9. I don't remember what I wa wanted to be in between. Oh! I skipped a very crucial step in my um career list before i wanted to be a cosmetologist i wanted to be a freelance photographer now if you don't that don't know what that is it's a person who is who works independently they work for themselves and they take pictures for people they get hired and they take pictures for people like they're a photographer but, and you want to know where I, you want to know where i was inspired by this i went on a trip no well i talked about wanting to be a photographer i went on a trip with my mother and brother I think I think this was when this happened. I think I went on a trip. Um and I took pictures. No, 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 no. No, I know exactly. Never mind. Scratch that. I know exactly where I I remember exactly where I um I found this this love. Uh every year my mother goes to see the tundra swan. If you don't know what tundra swan is, I can't tell you cuz I don't even know what a tundra it's a bird. A tundra swan is a type of bird. Google it. It's it's actually pretty scary looking. Like, if you get pretty close to them, scary looking. There's a taxidermied one in the museum near where we look, where we look, and I'm like, Ugh. I just don't like taxider taxidermied animals. Like, that's just weird. Like, that's, that's gross. Um, but, tundra swans. My mom, when they, when they come in and they migrate or whatever the hell you call it, um, they, my mom goes and sees them because she thinks they're so beautiful. She loves them so much, um, and she makes us come with them. And it's a fun little outing. We get to, you know, like, use the binoculars and, like, look at the tundra swans. <laughs> my brain had the genius idea to put my little like iphone 5 <laughs> up against the lens of the binocular and take a picture so it kind of looked like fish eye when the picture came out and i'm like oh my god i have i have a vision i have i'm a perfect photographer <laughs> um so i really thought i had you know like some talent <laughs> and um I took pictures of like street signs and the and the moon and trees and stuff and I was really like oh my goodness I'm so artsy, so <laughs> they were really bad pictures. Let me add they're just not good ones like they're they're really awful. 
my portfolio would have been garbage. Um, but I took more pictures and I was like, this is so great. Like, I'm so good at this. No, bitch, you're not. <laughs> but all right. Um, for any of you wanting to be a photographer, go and do it. I bet you're a thousand times better than I am because I was not, I'm just not artsy. I don't have a creative vision. Um, I just don't. Um, but, uh, and then for my confirmation, I think, or maybe my graduate, my grade eight graduation, my parents bought me a camera. And I was like, oh my god, I get to be a freelance photographer. I'm so excited. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> I used it, like, for a month. <laughs> I feel so... I still have it. Like, I could still take pictures. Um, but I don't really have opportunities, especially because we're in quarantine, so I can't, like, leave my house. But, um, I... I use it to ghost hunt now in my own house. <laughs> I'll tell that story in a... I'll tell that story now. Um, one of my friends came over for a sleepover. Not... Like, it was last year. Calm down, y'all. I didn't have any people over. I'm not getting wrong or anything. Um, and we were taking pictures, just, you know, having fun. Because, you know, like, cameras can, like, catch orbs. And there was a specific setting that, like, could... I don't know. It was, like, the exposure or something. Or the... Or the... the, the what is it called? The... Um... Oh my god, why can't I remember any kind of photography lingo? Um, the... Why am I so dumb? <laughs> the... I don't even remember what the hell it is. The shutter speed. That's what it is. I love being a dum-dum. Um, like, something with the shutter speed and, like, the exposure would, like, you know, catch ghosts with me. So I did it. And there was, like, black... Little black dots in some of the images. And we were, like, freaking out. Like, we couldn't go to sleep. We're like, holy shit, there's ghosts! Um, so we use my ca- I think my camera got used more for, um, got a notification. Oh, it was a TikTok from someone. <laughs> um, we use it more for ghost hunting than we did for taking pictures. But I got it for my, my, my confirmation. I got it as a gift. It was gifted to me. And then, <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm so disgusting. <laughs> um, uh, I took it on a trip that we went on. It was not like, not, when I say trip, I'm not like, oh, we went to Hawaii. No, we like went on like a 45 minute trip to like a, fucking flea market or something that's what happened um we went to a uh, market i loved it it was so much it was huge i got to like the smell was just old books i was like i love it if you don't know me um i like to read i like to read a lot i like to read old books especially i have like old ass copies of stephen king and um what is that woman's name tammy hogg or tibby hogue um I like to read horror books. Like that's probably explains why I have Stephen King. I like to read horror books. I think they're they're more fun. <laughs> they're more exhilarating. <laughs> but um, I like to read books, and I like to I like to I like libraries. There, there's not like so many people are like, oh my goodness, what edition could you have in your like? If you could build your ideal ideal house, what would be your be your edition? Like a game room or a movie room or a giant kitchen? I'm like a library, a giant library. Like, just a huge library that I could just sit in, and it'd be so cozy and warm, and I could read all the books in the freaking world. I could read Twilight over and over and over again. Um, oh, yeah, I have issues. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would definitely like a library. Libraries are so much fun. Um, I can't believe I never wanted to be a book writer. That's, I could never be a book writer. I'm so awful with my words. My write, my writing is literally garbage. Like, I can barely ever read my own notes. Like, I'm sitting here in front of my notebook um, for my podcast, and I literally can't read what it says, so I just go off of what is happening in my brain, because I can't fucking read my note, my note, my own notes, um, but, but, um, yeah, so we went on this trip to this flea market, and I brought my camera, and I took pictures of, like, the, the, the trees passing by and stuff, um, 
and, you know, I got some pretty good pictures, um, and I, you know, then based all of my, like, grade nine courses or something like that, um, or, you know, I had a vision to, you know, when I had to pick my own classes, I would start picking, um, like, ones that were surrounded on photography, and I, I told my guidance counselors, and I'm like, yeah, I want to be a photographer, like, a freelance photographer. I made all of my, because in grade eight, we had to do a project, and in grade ten, in grade nine, I think we had to do one as well. Um, where it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I did freelance photographer and I still have those presentations on my computer and I look at them and I'm like, oh, sweet, sweet, sweet Sienna, you know, girl. And then I realized that they only make like 20 to $30,000 a year. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to live in a cardboard box. That was the joke for a really long time. My friends were like, oh my goodness, Sienna, look, it's like a box, like on the side of the street that you could live in. And it was, it was actually really funny. I really enjoyed it. I was like, you know what? You're hilarious. Like, I really did enjoy it. Um, it was really funny. That's probably the best thing that would come out of a career as a freelance photographer is my friends making fun of me. Um, but then I realized that I didn't want to be poor. So I went on to cosmetology. And then I already told that story, unfortunately, because I mixed up my list. Um, and then I had an epiphany when I watched um, Silence of the Lambs because... I'm a horror movie freaking fanatic. I love them. Uh, you know, like blood, blood and guts and, and murder. It's it's great on the screen. Um, I'd rather watch that in a romance movie any day. I, when I went into Twilight, I really thought there was going to be more vampires and more fighting, but there wasn't. There was more love and bleh. Um, so, yeah. But I'm definitely more of a horror person. Um, I've seen so many, like all, of, not so many, the majority of the classics. Um, some like indie ones. <laughs> Um, I'm a f movie geek as well. I just like, I take movies over shows any day. I'll rewatch any movie. Those of you who know me, you, you're like, yeah, we know you watched Dirty Dancing like 12 fucking times. Not 12, like a hundred at least. I'm pretty sure I'm part of the 100 plus club for Dirty Dancing because I've seen it so many damn times. I could literally make an episode where I reenact like an hour of Dirty Dancing because I can literally, I know all the words and it's not like it's a song. It's a freaking movie. And I know all the words. It's tragic. Like, I'll send my friends on Snapchat, like, freaking just 80 videos of me quoting Dirty Dancing. And they're like, okay, Sienna, go to sleep now. And I'm like, no, I have so many more. Um, just because I know the entire movie by heart. Um, so, <laughs> which is really sad. But, um, I really hope other people have movies that they know by heart. Because if they don't, then it just makes me sound like a wackadoodle. But, um, yeah. Um, so I watched Silence of the Lambs because my parents, I, I'm a horror, horror movie, like, guru, but my parents were like, okay, no, you're gonna watch Silence of the Lambs with us. There was other movies like that. They're like, okay, the first time you watch The Breakfast Club, like, you'll watch it with us. The first time you watch Dirty Dancing, you'll watch it with us. I was a rebel and broke the rules. <laughs> but that's because it was on Netflix. Like, Silence of the Lambs is not on Netflix, I don't think. Um, but there's a few movies that my, my parents were like, yeah, like, when you want to watch them, we'll watch them with you, but you have to base, like, a certain age. Um, so I, I, I was literally allowed to watch Silence of the Lambs before I was allowed to watch Dirty Dancing, which I think is quite funny. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, mom, can I watch Silence of the Lambs now? And she's like, yeah, sure, like, sit down and watch it together. Because my mom actually, I think, likes the movie. I think she likes Silence of the Lambs. I'm pretty sure my mom's a horror movie fan as well, because I think I got my horror movie, um, liking from my mother just because the very first horror movie I ever watched was The Visit. And I was scared shitless to watch it be because, like, I just... I mean, old people don't scare me anymore. <laughs> I think old people are great. Um, if you don't know me, you don't know. But um, all of my grandparents are have passed away. Like, all of my parents' parents have passed away. I think they all passed away before I was, like, 11 or 12. Um, which was tragique, but it's all right. I make jokes to, you know, console myself. <laughs> my therapist says it's all right, so it's fine. Don't need to, You don't need to worry about me. Um, 
but I was, like, nervous. I was like, oh my god, like, the visit's so scary, like, I don't want to watch it. Um, and, like, Hansel and Gretel, like, that's just creepy. Like, the old woman, like, the witch, I'm like, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with that. No, thank you. Um, but she's like, no, fine. Like, I was so nervous. And my mom was like, no, get on the couch watching it. Like, we're gonna get over this. And the entire time, we just laughed our asses off. And that's just kind of the, the goal, is to really see it as a, ma- a movie made in Hollywood. Like, that's not real blood. Like, that's probably, like, freaking, I don't know, cranberry juice and, like, mustard or something (laughs) like it's all not it's none of it's real so you just need to like you just need to learn to laugh at yourself and to laugh at the film and that's what i learned from my mom and then like every every horror movie we watched together we just laughed our asses off at it but silence like um so then i you know developed a a wonderful love for horror movies um but she's like yeah fine watch silence of the lambs so i you know get on i I actually say i remember this moment i was sitting on the floor and the opening shot is her walking and running, actually, through a forest trail wearing an FBI crew neck. And um, the location is Quantico, Virginia, like FBI. Quantico, like, Quantico, Virginia is like the headquarters for FBI, I guess. And I'm like, FBI? That sounds like a great fucking idea. Because I, at this moment, I was like, I have nothing to do. I'm going to be homeless. I have no career. Oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, next year I have to choose some courses that are, you know, based on, you know, what I want to do. I have nothing to do. Mom, help. And then, you know, this woman, Clarice, came through and she's, you know, in Quantico, Virginia, through, working with the FBI. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, so I kind of went researching, you know, like, um, a psychologist or, you know, just working for the FBI as like a secret agent or a special agent. Um, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so wonderful. Like, that sounds freaking great. So I kind of, you know. Uh, went through it more, looked at it, you did some more research, I got more projects that I had to do on what I wanted to do, um, and I came up with criminal psychologist, um, which I don't think is the proper word, I think it's actually called a criminologist, I don't know if they're the same thing or not, um, maybe they're not, I have no idea, but, um, I think it's called criminal psychologist in English, but in French it would be psychologue criminel, and I don't think that's right, (laughs) um, but it's basically, like, the person who is sitting in a courtroom with, like, a say on trial for like a like a murderer on trial and they're like that person is deemed unfit to be in social life because they're psychotic because they're like they're socially un- like unbalanced or psychologically unbalanced or you know they have schizophrenia or something like that they they're the person who um judges the uh defendant i believe their um mental state and their psychological state and it's like that is sounds like so much fun I don't have to be, like, you know, close to the murderers, but, you know, I I could, like, you know, you know, fix them. Yeah, I don't know. Or, like, make sure that they don't, like... Because I believe that um, it's kind of unfair. Like, people who murder for murder, yeah, rotten hell. But people who are doing it because they're mentally unstable, you know, they kind of... I don't... I'm not saying that they aren't horrible people, but they deserve to be treated for their illnesses first. And then rotten hell. <laughs> So, um, just because mental illness is so important, um, I just, I thought that was important that, um, especially people who are, like, really, their, it was really their minds, like, schizophrenia, or split personality disorder, I don't know if it's, no, it's, I don't know what it's actually called, um, I just know what a split personality disorder, um, or multiple personality disorder, I think the acronym is DID, but I don't know what the actual name is, unfortunately. People who suffer from that, um, I think it's really that, that they, you know, get treated first before they, you know, go and run prison. Um, so that's what I wanted to do for a really long time. And I made some projects on it. I, I spoke to the guidance counselors at my school who were like, okay, planning our classes. Like, this is the ones you could take. 
I am st still taking all of those classes just because I kind of, I, and then, you know, I kind of, I didn't immediately shut that down. It's still kind of the, um, the road I, I want to go down. Um, I watched, I think it's called Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan and, uh, what is her name? The woman who plays Captain Marvel, um, Brie Larson that movie he plays a um a defense attorney for people on death row for people who are innocent on death row um or that i don't know if they're innocent but people death row was ridiculous i think that um like the electric chair and you know death row and death sentences are, are ridiculous if you're gonna murder someone i believe that you i think that this is kind of probably a trigger to some some people so just a trigger warning i guess um i think that death is an easy escape for people. You know, if somebody murdered someone, they deserve to, you know, rot in a cell for the rest of their lives and, you know, go through life not doing anything, just sitting in a in a box and doing nothing. I don't think that they should, their life should end immediately and then they get to, you know, roam free in hell. <laughs> um, I think that they should, you know, rot in their cell for a little while or a long while. So I think that the death sentence is, is ridiculous. Um, but <laughs> that makes me sound like a, crazy person like a really dark crazy person i'm not crazy i promise i'm i'm not crazy my therapist says i'm not crazy so i'm not crazy right i i think <laughs> um as i'm sitting by myself talking to a freaking tiny little microphone <laughs> um but i was like oh my goodness defense attorney and then my mom explained it to me more i did more research and i'm like oh my goodness defense attorneys make a whole lot more money than psychological i mean than criminal psychologists do holy crap i'm freaking rich my mom's like, here, let me talk to you about a defense attorney. And I'm like, and she started telling me like stories about what they do. And the way a, I, the way a courtroom work, works is they're kind of, there's, there are two sides, there's two sides. There's the crown attorney and there's a defense attorney. And the defense attorney is what I wanted to do, which I no longer want to do is the person who is defending the, the, the criminal or the person who's been charged or the, or the, the guilty, um, the guilty party. Um, and the crown attorney is for the people. So they are, they work and uh d d what am i saying Crim not criminal no defense attorneys are uh, they work in law firms or independently and they work in law firms and are hired through law firms but crown attorneys they are for the people and they um are defending the people um so the people who are charging um or the victims or things like that um and they work through the, the government they are hired through the government and are paid through the government um and I was like, oh, I don't want to defend people who are, who are murderers. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Um, even if they are, um, even if they are not guilty, I don't want to then be the reason why someone's going to jail on, on, uh, not guilty. Um, just because I couldn't do my job properly. But also, um, crown attorney just sounds like a much more fun job. I mean, I get paid more and, um, I work for the government. So, you know, I got to you know, I got a government job and I can be like, yeah, I work for the government. I'm a crown attorney. <laughs> um, so that's, I think that's my decision right now. And then one day maybe I could, um, become, a, a, a not a lawyer. <laughs> I would be a lawyer. Crown attorney is a lawyer. I could become a judge. I could, you know, sit up and then sit up there and make the decisions and listen very thoroughly. But I think just the thought of standing in a courtroom and, you know, persuading a, a jury and the entire courtroom and shift their emotions on the way that they feel about this person and really, and, and touch their souls, um, just sounds like so much fun and fighting with the defense attorney. <laughs> I mean, not fighting because you don't, you don't get to like fight with them because you have to make opening statements and you know, you make your own statements and they don't really, 
clash um, often, but um, just sounds like so much fun to me. Um, so that's what my my brain is at now. I'm like, I want to be a crown attorney. Um, and people are like, you're going to have a rough ass time. You're going to be in school for like years. And I'm like, I'm so ready. Like, I want to, I want to do that. And they're like, you're going to have no time for anything. Like, you're going to be constantly studying your cases. And I'm like, that doesn't sound fun to you guys. Like, that doesn't sound freaking awesome. Like, I want to spend all day, you know, like going through this person's this life and what they've done and, you know, their, their mental state. I want to, I want to know. It just sounds like so much fun. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a great place because my mother works in a law firm. Um, so I can just be like, yo, where'd you go to school? Where are some great schools? Cause now I have to think about university and I'm like, Oh god, I think that's the most stressful thing for any teenagers. Like, oh my goodness, where do I want to go to university? What kind of what kind of major major do I want? What kind of what kind of minor do I want? Do I really want to do what I want? What I think I want to do? It's just so. I think the the society really puts a lot of stress on generations and teenagers to, you know, make a decision and to make the right decision to to, to really not even to believe that the decision that they're making is right, but to change the decision that they want to something that that older society, that older generations think is right, um, which isn't really fair because it's putting a lot of stress on generations. So if there are any people who are, you know, like boomers, could you stop that, please? <laughs> it's kind of annoying. <laughs> um, but yeah, like everybody that I know, they're like, okay, I'm thinking about doing this, but like, what if that's, what if I don't make enough money? What if I... What if I can't get a nice house? What if I can't afford to take care of my family? What if I can't get a job? It's just like, but you're gonna be, you're gonna love what you're doing. Why can't you just why can't you just be happy with loving what you're doing and being good at what you're doing, um, and not you know just sitting in a in a high paying office in a, like a little a little cubicle that that you know you're making steady money but you're not enjoying what you're doing. I'd rather I'd rather be broke and love what I'm doing than be rich and hate what I'm doing. Like, cause I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to grow up and be a miserable old freaking hag. Like, no, I want to be happy. Um, <laughs> I I want to, you know, I can't even say that I want to have kids because, like, you know, kids are expensive. Kids are loud and expensive and dirty. People are like, oh my goodness, you want kids? And I'm like, no. I feel like it's a good thing that I'm a teenager and don't like kids because some people are like, oh my god, I want to have babies. And I'm like, what? No. Like, you know what you, you have to put your body through to do that? A lot. It's awful. And they're expensive and loud and dirty and they'll throw up on you that's gross i'm still a baby basically like no nasty and then people are like oh my goodness i want to get married and i'm like weddings are just big ass parties that are too expensive when my mother listens to this and said here's that i don't want to have a wedding she's gonna be like sienna i'm gonna get a text message from my mother being like you don't want to get married you don't want to have grandchildren sienna i swear to god like my mom's gonna be pissed but like literally i'm just I was watching Twilight with my friend the other day. This is so sad. I was watching Twilight with my friend the other day. And she's like, isn't their wedding beautiful? And I'm like, weddings are dumb. <laughs> weddings are too much attention. Um, they're they're expensive. They're just a big party to really celebrate freaking to love. Celebrating love. Like, the, the hell? You can't, like, do that in Mexico by yourself? Like, the hell? I just don't think that weddings are necessary in my life. Or, And it's not that, like, I don't want to be married. I don't want to be... It's not like that I don't want to be happy with someone. It's just, like... I don't want to get married. Like, weddings are... I don't feel the need to show everybody else how much I love this person. I don't... I, we know. We're the only people who need to know how much we love each other. Like, I just don't think it's necessary. I think it's... It's expensive and it's dumb. Not that weddings aren't fun to... Weddings are so fun to go to. And that's the thing. Like, they're super fun parties. Like, throw a party. Don't throw a wedding. Just throw a party, okay? <laughs> like... Or get married and, like, freaking... I almost said... <laughs> Hungary. I don't know why I said that. 
go get married in like freaking Jamaica or something and then like come back and throw a party. Then you can throw an expensive party. It doesn't need to be a wedding. That doesn't need you just get get eloped or something. And I don't even see why getting eloped is necessary. Like just I don't get it. I don't I don't see why. People are gonna be like, oh my god, Sienna, you're heartless. And I'm like, well, you're not wrong. My therapist is gonna listen to this and be like, maybe she is crazy. <laughs> maybe she is a little, you know, messed up in the brain. Um, but yeah, those were my list of my list of careers. Um I'm calling it the little engine that couldn't just because um it's kind of it's very much my brand. Um kind of a bit of chaos, but also just pessimistic, so negative. Um the a little engine that couldn't because I realized that I couldn't do any of the jobs that I wanted to and hopefully that I'll enjoy going to law school. I think I will enjoy being going to law school. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um I have to pick a law school to go to first. <laughs> Oh my god. I just read- I, I can read this note. It says Bubba has Rona. <laughs> because my brain can't comprehend Robert Pattinson. Like when I'm talking to- because I talk really fast most of the time. So sometimes I can't get Robert Pattinson out so I just call him Bubba. <laughs> and he has COVID. He got Rona on the set of Batman and it's so sad. So um, I'm really sad about it. Literally I was at my friend's house and she was like, oh my god. And I was like, what? And she's like, Robert Pattinson has coronavirus. And I was like, <gasps> And I literally just flopped onto the floor and just laid there. I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I just got over one dead man. I don't have to get over another. Don't cry, don't cry. And then um, the producers came out the other day. They were like, yeah, yeah he's going to be fine. And I was like, yes, he's going to be all right. So we'll talk about that in my, um, you know, my de- my possible um, Robert Pattinson and Patrick Swayze dedicated episode. If it ever happens. Um, oh my goodness, hair dying. My hair is green right now. Um, just for anybody who's wondering, uh, my hair is, my hair's green. I'm planning on doing like a, um, what is her name? Like Draco Malfoy's mom in Harry Potter. She is like the two-tone, like really dark on the top and then like split halfway horizontally underneath the hair, like platinum. And I'm like, <gasps> I want to do that so bad. So I'm planning on doing that. I, when this green comes out, I think I'm going to, um, because you can still put color on the, you know, blonde parts underneath your hair. So I think, like, for Halloween, I'll still put orange on it. Because that's what I was planning on doing with my e-girl bangs. Was I was just going to, you know, um, like, put orange on it and be Halloween-y. But, like, with under your hair, it's easier to take care of and to manage. Just because it, you don't see the roots as much. Um, and so you can kind of let it grow out and it'll still look good. But with, like, e-girl bangs, like, that are right in the front of your face. Like, you can see the roots and it's just like, ugh. So when this green washes out, I'll probably do um, the half, the two-tone hair which I'm really excited about. Um, a lot of people that I told are really also very excited about it. Um, I just love letting TikTok decide what I'm going to do with my hair. It always depends on what side of TikTok, oh, what side of TikTok I'm on. So now I'm on Draco Malfoy TikTok and I want to change my hair to way, the way his mother's looks. Because it's just so pretty. Um, but when I was on like, when I was on hair dyeing TikTok, then that's when I wanted to dye my hair, when I wanted to I think actually I wanted to dye my hair because of Brittany Broski, if you know who that is, Kombucha Girl. She did a little strip of aquamarine, like, in the back of her hair. Um, and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna do that. But then I decided to do the front part instead, which was probably a bad idea. But, um, it looks good. A lot of people like it. I like it. It's just hard to manage because the dye comes out or, like, I'll go swimming and because of the chlorine, the dye will come out of my hair and I'm like, <sighs> so then I have to dye it again and I'm like, oh my god, it takes so long. So I'm like, okay, if I just bleach the bottom half of my hair, I don't have to take care of it. It's just because in the shower, I split this front part of my hair and I put it in front of my face and I just condition the crop out of it so it doesn't fall out of my head. Um, 
because I've also prided myself on having nice hair my whole life. Like everybody's always told me my, my whole life, your hair, they're like, they're like, your hair is so nice. Like it's the great, a great color. It's a great texture because I have like thick hair. It's not like ridiculously thick, but it's not like really thin either. Um, and they're like, oh my goodness. Also like how you have like pretty long hair. Um, so people used to braid and stuff. They're like, you have great hair. Like, I love to play with your hair. And I'm like, sure, go crazy. Do whatever the hell you want. Um, and then I cut it off and they're like, you cut your hair. And I was like, yeah. And I, and I dyed it blue and they're like, that's going to ruin your hair. And I'm like, actually, no, putting hair dye on bleached hair is better for your hair molecules, but all right. Um, and so, uh, um, I've always prided myself on having nice hair. So I really need to make sure that this front piece, especially cause it's in the, especially cause it's in the front, I really have to make it look nice. Um, so I always, like, I'm conditioning the crap out of it just so it looks soft and smooth, and it doesn't feel dead, and it doesn't look, it doesn't look dead, I don't think. I'm just looking at it in the sunlight, I'm like, oh, does my hair look dead? No, it looks pretty nice. So, um, yeah, but when I, you know, do the two-toned, like, with the half underneath, I can just, you know, condition my hair normally, um, so, yeah, and I'll have dark hair if, you know, like, the, the... Halloweeny festivities, and then you know when I eventually do my Harry Potter binge, I'll be like, <gasps> I feel so powerful. Um, I also don't know what house I'm a part of. I know we're gonna we're gonna get into Harry Potter talk now. So if you don't like Harry Potter, then stay on, please. Just just don't listen to me. <laughs> just I need the listens. I need the I need the I need the I need the, the literally they're called listens. That's what I need. Um, but I watched Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire the other day, and I cried just because Cedric Cedric Diggory dies, and I got sad about it. Um, but really being on Draco Malfoy TikTok is making me want to binge the series again, just because I love it so much. It's, it's always been one of my favorite movies, series, and just my, my favorite movie. I think that Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire is probably in my, like, top ten favorite movies. Why can't I pronounce my S's right now? It's kind of weird. And in my top ten favorite movies, um... And one of my friends, Michaela, she hasn't seen any of the Harry Potter movies, so I'm like, oh my goodness, we could binge them together. And she's like, yes. And I would make a wonderful Harry Potter binge buddy. Um, <laughs> because when I hear an accent in a movie, I try and recreate it the best that I can. And it's and I butcher it, but it's entertaining to people. Um, I watched The Lighthouse the other day. I think we should leave that for my dedication. But, but one of the characters in The Lighthouse has this like crazy Scottish accent. And I'm like, I couldn't recreate that if I tried. I would sound like a friggin... I don't even know what. I sound like a Scottish person who got stepped on <laughs> because their face, like, just smashed in. Or, like, a very drunk Scottish person who was, like, spending time in America. So, but yeah, we'll talk about The Lighthouse in my next episode. I think that next, since I talked about it so much this week, my next, next week's episode will be, um, will be the dedication one. Um, I think it'll be funny just because, um, they all, both have pretty crazy movies. So it'll be fun to talk about. Um, but... I just picked a scab on my leg, and now it's bleeding. You didn't need to know that, but I told you anyways. Um, but I think next week's episode will be my dedication um, episode, and I really hope you guys listen. It'll be funny, I promise. I'll 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 make some jokes. I'll do something. I I'll, I mean, it's pretty. It's, I mean, it's pretty chaotic to talk about because um, Robert Pattinson does have a lot of. Cr- he never does anything normal ever. Like he always has some kind of crazy. He literally has a quote that says, "I smell like crayons." Like the man thinks he smells like crayons. It's crazy. He's a freaking wackadoodle, but he's adorable. So, yeah. That was all for this week's um, Sienna's Kiddo Conversations. I hope you enjoyed listening, and I will see you next week. Bye.